1: shot in 4K ultra-high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on.
0: We're following breaking news this morning where a home invasion has turned deadly. Our breaking news tracker is live near the scene with what we're learning from investigators.
1: And an early morning crash. The scene just clearing coming up. We'll show you video from that.
2: And it's a pleasantly cool morning with temperatures in the forties and fifties. I'll show you when we'll reach the eighties.
3: And it's a big day for North Carolina as officials prepare to give an update on the launch of VinFast. what we're expecting to learn just weeks after things were delayed in Chatham County as they want to build an electric vehicle plant there. 4:30 is the time on your Wednesday morning. Welcome to your Wednesday. I'm Renee Chu,
0: and I'm Jeff Hogan. Great to have you along here as we get things started. A beautiful spring day, another one on the way here. Elizabeth Gardner, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Elizabeth Gardner of WR severe weather center with our first look.
2: Just for you guys, we'll keep it coming. (laughs) We get some beautiful weather ahead all the way through Friday, and the weekend's not going to be a total loss. We'll talk about that in just a bit. We take a live look at the North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences. Our skies are clear this morning. Our wind is calm, and it is 57 degrees around the Triangle area. 53 over in Goldsboro, 57 southern pines and Rocky Mount. Temperatures are in the mid to upper 40s up near the Virginia line. But very pleasant, just a very quiet start this morning. It's a little bit warmer in most places this morning than it was yesterday, maybe 5 to 6 seven degrees, not a, not a big difference, but we're continuing to warm things up and we'll see temperatures at lunchtime in the mid 70s. Perfect lunch hour outside. Our humidity remains low today and our high temperatures will climb into the mid 80s. So um, Goldilocks weather for us today. Coming up, we'll track our front for the weekend.
0: And that breaking news we were talking about. Police have a neighborhood taped off eight hours now after a deadly home invasion. Officers first responded to Alphin Street in Fayetteville after 830 last night. One person was shot to death, two others were hurt. Michael Grace is on the scene in the WRL Breaking News Tracker. And, Michael, you spoke with the victim's brother. What did he say?
4: Well, just a very emotional time when I was speaking to him because he didn't Exactly. Find out all the details until he got here on the crime scene. You can see that they are still working on this right behind me. They've got that big light out there, been uh, having, having evidence markers in the backyard and inside that home. Let's get you to this video from the WRAL breaking news tracker of what the scene looked like. You can see they've got this entire dead end here on Alfin Street blocked off, focusing in on that one home. And uh, from what I've heard from family members, it was inside. One specific room, and family members were even crossing the police crime tape at one point, trying to get some more answers about the investigation from police. But again, talking to the brother of the victim, here's what he had to say:
1: "Got here, it
4: was like ah, oh, you know, I'm still basically in disbelief.
3: It's like I know my brother gone, and it's just crazy."
4: And again, just really, he did not have many words, a lot of emotions. Obviously, he is still trying to get details from police just like us. Another thing we're still wondering is just how many people were involved uh, throughout this home invasion and as well as trying to find out if there is anybody in custody at this time and hopefully get some more answers for that family for sure. Live in Fayetteville, Michael Grace, WRAL News.
3: We're also following breaking news in Wake County. Investigators just cleared the scene of a serious crash in the last 30 minutes. It happened after 1.30 this morning on Durant Road near Stormy Gale Road, just north of 540. And that's where we find WRL's Naya Harden. And Naya, they just cleared the crash?
1: That's right. They just cleared the crash and we're being told that this is still being investigated. So we don't have much information, but what we do have is the video to show you what things looked like when we arrived here. And I just want to give that to you right now, showing you that white SUV airbags deployed. You can see the tow truck there trying to uh, get it out of uh, this, this little area here, this area outside of a subdivision. It looked like Possibly it hit something uh, like a fence or something like that, possibly, uh, and you could see it facing in the direction of this housing development. Now, again, we are still waiting to get information from uh, law enforcement. Once we get that, we'll make sure to pass it along. Nia Harden, WREL News in Raleigh.
3: The Supreme Court is facing a deadline of 1159 tonight to reach a decision about a key abortion drug. Justices are considering about what to do about Mifepristone. A federal judge in Texas ruled earlier this month that the FDA shouldn't have approved it back in 2000. Last week, Justice Samuel Alito put a temporary hold on the decision, giving the deadline of tonight for a decision. A group of doctors opposed to abortion wrote in a filing that regulators disregarded red flags in their own safety data when they approved the drug. We'll get a first look today at a big renovation at the North Carolina State Crime Lab in Raleigh. State leaders will join a ribbon-cutting for the new drug chemistry and toxicology sections of the lab. Those are crucial for testing evidence related to criminal cases, especially those involving fentanyl. That's a drug fueling a rise in overdose, death, overdose deaths across the state
0: today we'll get a first big test for an effort to protect children in the wake of a wrl investigation into a deadly case of suspected child abuse state lawmakers will hold the first debate today on crystal's law named after eight-year-old crystal lane police say lane died at the hands of her grandmother patricia ricks a wrl investigation found nash county social services knew of potential abuse weeks earlier but chose not to intervene A state investigation then found the agency mishandled the case and many others as well. This new law would give the state more power to oversee investigations like these.
3: The 84-year-old white man accused of shooting a black teenager who rang his doorbell will be arraigned today. Kansas City authorities say Andrew Lester is currently out of jail on bond after turning himself in. He's facing two felony charges in the April 13th shooting of 16-year-old Ralph Yarl. Investigators say Yarl was shot in the head and arm after going to the wrong address to pick up his siblings. According to documents, Lester fired his gun immediately after answering his door. Yarl did survive, but has a long road of recovery.
0: A funeral is planned today for the 15-year-old girl who was killed in a shooting at a pool party that left five others hurt in Goldsboro. A visitation for Joanna Pearsall begins at noon at the Bear Creek Association headquarters. Service starts at 1 o'clock in the same location. WRL is told the event will include a horse-drawn carriage. Pearsall will be buried in a purple casket, her favorite color. As for the shooting investigation, police have not made any arrests yet.
3: We'll learn more this morning about a big push to address maternal health in North Carolina. State lawmakers will discuss the Momnibus package at 11 a.m. It includes a series of bills aimed at improving maternal health. That includes addressing social factors, implicit bias in health care, funding for community-based maternal health groups, and support for moms who serve in the military. Recent data shows the state maternal mortality rate doubled between 2019 and 2021. Black moms are twice as likely to die in childbirth than white mothers in North Carolina. The WRL documentary team explored this in Critical Term. Why are black mothers and babies dying? You can watch Critical Term anytime on WRL.com. Click on the documentary section. Governor Roy Cooper is headed to Sanford today to meet with executives of VinFast, the electric car company that's expanding in Chatham County. They'll be at the Moore Center on Nash Street to get a firsthand look at VinFast's cars. The Vietnam-based company is an announced this week that its second shipment from its factory in Asia is headed to North America. It will be a while before VinFast's new factory in Chatham County is up and running. The company recently delayed production there until 2025. WRL will have a team at today's event. Expect coverage in our later newscasts. Carolina Hurricanes
0: looking for their second win to start the Stanley Cup playoffs. They face off with the New York Islanders in Game 2 of their opening round series at PNC Arena tonight. Canes took Game 1 of the best of seven series Monday night. 2-1 to one was the final then. Puck drops tonight at 7.
3: 439. Transgender student athletes are facing the possibility of new rules when it comes to where they can play. Still ahead, the big step expected today in a statewide effort to ban them from girls teams. Well,
0: it's a pilot crisis. Why the airline industry says thousands of pilots will be leaving their posts within the next several years.
3: And it will be another clear day as you look live at Durham. Another round of rain, though, is in your seven-day forecast. Elizabeth Gardner will show us the timeline next
1: from the WREL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists.
2: Taking a look outside this morning. All is good. We have a live look at Chapel Hill here where skies are clear. We're going to copy and paste yesterday right on over to today. Our temperatures starting out are in the 40s and 50s. 57 in Southern Pines and in Lewisburg. It's 49 right now in Tarboro and in Irwin. 51 in South Hill and 56 degrees in Goldsboro. So it's a, it's a lovely start this morning. Walking the dog this morning will feel fine. I mean, you may or may not want a jacket. Our temperatures are running well, 5 to 7 degrees warmer than they were this time yesterday. Really nice at lunchtime in the mid-70s. Our humidity Stays low today, and our, hum- our temperatures climb on up into the mid 80s. Walking the dog at, say, 6 o'clock, we're still looking at 81 degrees. The next change in our weather pattern comes over the weekend. We'll
3: talk about when we'll see our next chance for rain coming up. Elizabeth, thanks. A push to ban transgender student athletes from playing on girls' sports teams in North Carolina could take a big step forward today. The bill, which affects middle and high schools in our state, is expected to reach the floor of the state house. Supporters of the bill say some trans athletes would have an unfair advantage on girls' teams. Opponents point out there are only 15 trans student athletes in the state. The state Senate's version of the bill passed its first committee hearing yesterday.
0: The effort to temporarily replace Dianne Feinstein on the Senate Judiciary Committee during her prolonged absence appears to be dead in the water. This is a live look at the Capitol building in Washington, where Republicans are not allowing Democrats to make the move. Last night, Senator Lindsey Graham blocked an effort from Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to replace Feinstein on the committee with Senator Ben Cardin of Maryland. Democrats want to temporarily replace her on the committee so they can advance President Biden's judicial nominees.
3: Few have accomplished as much in office as Senator Feinstein. Our colleague and friend has made her wish clear that another senator temporarily serve on the Judiciary Committee until she returns. The reason this is being made is to try to change the numbers on the committee in a way that I think would be harmful to the Senate and to pass out a handful of judges that I think should never be on the bench. This
0: legislation... Feinstein has already announced she will not be seeking reelection.
3: More protection against COVID-19 rolls out for some people with high health risks. The FDA approved a second dose of the updated booster shot for this group. These vaccines fight both the original strain of the virus as well as Omicron and its spinoffs. The change allows people 65 and older and certain people with weakened immune systems to receive additional doses before the vaccination campaigns in the fall. The White House says it has a new plan in place that would provide free COVID-19 vaccines and treatments to uninsured Americans. The $1.1 billion in funding would kick in after the federal supply runs out. The Biden administration says the plan would use pharmacies and local health departments to provide care.
0: Airline industry leaders are warning of a, quote, coming tsunami of pilot retirement, says the nation is already facing a pilot shortage. The president and CEO of the Regional Airline Association will address a congressional committee today about the crisis. More than half of the nation's pilot workforce will reach retirement age in the next 15 years. And less than 8 percent of commercial air pilots are under the age of 30. Cumberland County is looking to offer help to nonprofit organizations working to make a difference in the community. Tonight, county staff will hold a virtual information session for groups looking to apply for funding through the nonprofit fiscal recovery assistance program. Eligible organizations can receive up to $50,000. The application deadline is May 7th. As for today's information session, it starts at 6:30 and there's a link on the county's website for it.
3: North Carolina's Department of Transportation is looking to hire on the spot today in Durham. The agency is holding a job fair to fill positions, including technician and transportation worker. Officials will be holding interviews on site. The event runs from 830 to 2 at the NC Works Career Center on South Briggs Avenue. You're encouraged to apply online in advance.
0: 447 is the time right now A beautiful spring morning on the way. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRM Severe Weather Center with a nice look behind you there.
2: Uh, The uh, Dbap is just lit up here this morning, looking beautiful. Uh, Downtown Durham, of course, our temperature in the upper 50s, so it feels lovely out there. We're going to hold it in the low to mid 50s until around 9 or 10 o'clock. We start to climb quickly into the 60s and 70s. Our dew point is 43. That's a a little bit up from yesterday, but it's still very low. It's going to feel lovely today, even though our temperatures will be noticeably warmer. 85 in Raleigh and Durham, 88 in Fayetteville, and we're going to see warm temperatures all the way through Friday. We are, of course, looking at high pollen counts still. Our trees are high, grasses are medium, and weeds are low right now. So uh, the pine pollen is still out there, but there are other allergens that tend to bother people as well. Oak and maple and sometimes mulberry. And, you know, we started the pollen season back in February, which was very, very early. And uh, I was certainly hoping that, you know, maybe we would end it early as well. That has not been the case. The peak has been, was again, very early. Uh, March 7th, we had uh, 1379, and that's the number of particles in the air. Uh, and of course here on April 6th we also had a peak and it has tapered off some, but it isn't over. Yesterday when I was walking out to the car, I noticed there were still those you know, yellow pine pollen grains out there. Pollen or not, it's still going to be a lovely evening to tailgate at the Carolina Hurricanes game. 83 degrees at 5 o'clock and 71 at 10 o'clock when folks are coming out of the arena cheering on the win, right? <laughs> Refreshing dew point It's going to feel great today. We do see it creeping up to color. but still that it's comfy. So we're going to see really, really pleasant conditions. Saturday it will be highest at uh, 57, but again we're looking at uh, relatively low uh, humidity across the board for the next uh, five, five or six days. Temperatures will be in the mid 80s. Looking at 74 is our normal high, and we see those temperatures dropping. There's going to be a big change from Saturday to Sunday. Saturday is going to be a little on the wet side, but once we get to Sunday and next week, we have a good chance of below normal temperatures and that could stretch for several days. So we're going to go from three days with highs in the 80s to three or more days with highs in the 60s. And that is spring for you in North Carolina. Coming up on Saturday, we're still looking at that chance of showers and thunderstorms. A lot of that should be overnight, but we'll walk through the timeline coming up.
0: Thanks Elizabeth. Wake County school members move forward with some changes to some books. We'll tell you how this will impact the way your child learns about
3: certain topics. Plus, Hollywood could soon be on hold. We take a look at why writers of some popular shows and films are threatening to strike. Good morning, Ken Smith here in the WRE Live Center. Fayetteville police are looking for this man. This information just coming into our newsroom, Mario Cogdell. He's accused of removing his GPS ankle monitoring device while out on bond. He's charged with attempted robbery with a dangerous weapon and larceny from a motor vehicle. Now, police suspect him of removing that monitoring device around 2 o'clock this morning when they went to his residence. He was not there. If you know where Mario Cogdell is, you're encouraged to call the Fayetteville Police Department. New rules could be on the way that determine the books your child reads in class. A Wake County School Board Committee voted last night to move forward with making changes to how books are picked for classes and libraries. If approved by the whole board, the changes would expand the reasons a book can be removed from a library. The age appropriateness of some books has been called into question. People in favor of keeping those books say they are being targeted for discussing race, gender or sexuality.
0: Some of your favorite shows and film series could soon come to a halt as a writer's strike looms. Union members voted to approve the potential move if no labor deal is reached before next month. The Writers Guild of America is demanding pay raises due to the shift of streaming services from traditional film and cable networks. If the strike takes place, this will be the first time Hollywood has put on hold since 2007. Five Under Side has tracked the staggering rise in egg prices, and our investigates team uncovered the profits
3: egg companies have collected. One way for you to keep more money in your pocket, not overpaying for meaningless labels. Five Under Side's Killy Arthur explains what to look for
5: free, free range, organic. It's a lot to keep track of on the egg cartons and with prices so high, we wanted to break down what is really worth paying extra for. There's a lot more options on the egg aisle than there used to be, but some of those options can be misleading.
2: A lot of these terms on egg cartons don't really have any defined meaning. Take the terms farm-fresh,
5: natural, and no hormones, for example. All eggs are from farms and all eggs are
2: natural. So farm-fresh and natural really has no clear meaning. And by law, chickens can't be given hormones. So a carton of eggs that has these claims isn't really any different from a carton that doesn't.
5: Cage-free and free-range are two other misleading labels. Free-range
2: birds aren't kept in cages and they do have outdoor access, but they can still be raised in crowded conditions and the outdoor area can be very tiny.
5: If the eggs have an organic seal, it means they were laid by hens, fed grains without most synthetic pesticides or GMOs. The birds cannot be raised in cages and must have outdoor access, though that could still mean confined conditions in a building with just a small concrete porch. If a pasture-raised stamp also has a certified humane label, you can be sure the chickens have access to a pasture with open spaces. Keeley Arthur, five on your side.
3: And if you want those eggs from healthier hens raised in more humane conditions, be prepared to pay well over $5 per dozen.
0: Another food hall is coming to downtown Raleigh. The new mini food hall is planned for Raleigh Union Station on West Martin Street. City Council approved extra funding on Tuesday to cover cost increases for this project. The food options at the hall will include coffee, sandwiches, crepes, pastries, and other light fare. Raleigh has two larger food halls in the downtown area, Morgan Street and Transfer Company.
3: We're following breaking news where a home invasion has turned deadly. Our breaking news tracker is live near the scene with what we're learning from investigators.
0: And we have a beautiful forecast on tap for today. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner will tell us how warm it will get this afternoon.
3: And we expect an update on the launch of VinFast today. WRL's Laura Levine will have the latest on the electric car factory being built in Chatham County.